Good afternoon. Happy, happy Thursday to everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this each and every day, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we help you to navigate the murky waters and do our best to give you your best shot to head back to the window. So, Scott, how'd your Wednesday go? A lot of uh, heading back to the window for you, sir? Uh, not quite. Did not go too well. Okay. Um, ended up losing on several plays. I did win with the Nuggets money line, which I took late once Harden was ruled questionable. I think you'd agree once a random injury appears about an hour before the game. Don't care for like it. There's like a 90% chance the person's not going to play. Don't care for it. So I ended up taking the Nuggets. That worked out. Besides that, not really great. I had the Citadel over. Beat a line move. Who cares? That ended up losing. I almost ended up having a miracle overtime draw, which did not happen. Uh, yeah, San Diego State did not show up for the second half against Utah State. Besides that, I just substan- yeah, not I just exactly sub- a great day. I had a substantial personal play on that. Uh, I didn't put it out there officially anywhere. So uh, I guess that's uh, one small saving grace in that San Diego State team. Boy, they just shit the bed. In the f- they didn't look great in the first half, but they were horrific in the, in the, uh, in the second, second half. The second half was brutal. Utah so, State made a bunch of threes. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's check in with everybody in the comments. Oh, by the way, I went... Uh, uh, well, we're going to talk about my play of the day here in just a minute, and I went one and one on the premium side. Uh, speaking of teams that didn't show up in the second half, can I interest you in the Creighton Blue Jays? Yeah, against Butler. Holy shit! I don't know what happened. That old there, conference but... is a psycho conference. It really, it really is. Home away. Villanova's to... starting to look like the team that it was supposed to be. Yep. But we mentioned it on yesterday's show. Why the hell was Seton Hall laying six? Yep. Yep. Agreed. I don't understand that. Um, and then on the other side of the premiums, we had the we had the heat, which has turned into a uh, a nice little uh, winner in most occasions. Hero was back. What was the magic number I said for the Knicks? By the way, I said that, like ninety seven, ninety eight, give or take. Yeah, you said they had to get to ninety eight, right? I think they finished with ninety eight. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was uh, uh, not pretty. That was a hideous game, by the way. Uh, let's check in in here in the comments section. Brad Crawford says, gentlemen, I wish teams would tell us when they are going to lay an egg and not try. So we can say, I know shit from start to finish, uh, South, uh, San Diego state. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Brad horrible, horrible game. That, uh, is, uh, probably my biggest play of the week so far. Um, just not a great effort. Uh, David good in the house. Zodwick, Zodwick said, uh, we'll all, uh, Chris King's picks for you. The shed, the shed is back. Yeah. We talked the about that back. before right. the show. Tucson says hi. We say hi back to Tucson, David. Thanks very much, man. Uh, he's going to, uh, David, the Italians here. Too many, uh, too many NBA teams tanking. He started a little early, but yeah, it's, uh, absolutely could. I'm a, f- I'm a fan of it though. Cause you know who to bet against. Yep. Yep. Good point. Uh, Citadel couldn't do anything in the first half. You they were the opposite of the other ones. Jones in the 18 house. 18 points. The Citadel. 18 points in the first half. And they won the game. Uh-huh. That's kind of wild. Steve but. T says, no, ooey pooey tonight. No, there isn't. There is Eastern Illinois, but they've become a team that can't stop anybody on defense. So you're looking at team totals. For play, the, play the under there at your own risk. So, Scott, we've got a uh, we've got a pretty cool deal, and I'm going to talk about it here. And we're going to try to, oh, look at that, technology. All right, so we have a brand new partner nationwide and in New York. It is BetMGM. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. First time I'm doing the read off of this. So if it's if it's a little choppy, it's a cold read, my apologies. Um, and <laughs> there it is. I can't, and I can't read it. Very good. Uh, I'm going to blow it up. There we go. All right, so head on over to BetMGM Sportsbook. Get a risk-free bet. Up to $1,000, new customers only. You guys know how that works. Where the hell did my slide? There it is. Uh, select the state you're in. Hit the register button. Enter and verify your personal info when asked. Don't do it before that. That's just rude. Uh, enter the promo code. You guys know this part. Video winners when it asks for it. And, of course, read the offer's terms and conditions for setting up account. Finish the process. Set up your new sportsbook account. Bad news, guys. You got to make a deposit. I'm sorry. Uh, it's got to be 10 bucks. You got to put at least 10 bucks in there. Put a little skin in the game. little... Little fingernail shaving, if you will. You don't need skin, just a little something, something. Place your first real money rager on any sports market of your choice. It's up to a grr, up to a grr. If your bet wins, your winnings and stake will be given to you as usual. Should your bet lose, you'll be given a free bet equal to the value of your stake. Maximum amount is a thousand dollars. 
free bet will be credited to your account within 24 hours of the event you've wagered on to finish enough. This bet will expire seven days after being issued to your account and cannot be withdrawn for real cash. Uh, link to the offer is in the show box below. You must be 21, of course. Available in Arizona, New Jersey, New York, Indiana, Colorado, Tennessee, West Virginia, Iowa, Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, the great loop of Washington, D.C., and Wyoming. Always wager responsibly, right? Uh, and, of course, we're still doing the Caesars deal in New York. They've uh, bumped it, Scott. They bumped it up to 1500 It was going to be, it was three grand, then it was a grand. Now it's 1500 you got to throw Make in the two K. You won't. You got to you got to throw in fifty bucks there, and it is a uh, video winners and then CZR. I'm assuming that is Caesar. It's got the uh, yeah. Caesar's uh, website there as well, and all other states they're still doing a thousand and one. So you don't have to be in New York to take advantage of it. You can take advantage of it in the other Caesar state. So there you go. Thanks to Jim for hanging out and. Uh, and putting that up there, we're still kind of doing some of this stuff on the fly. So apologies. And uh, yeah, we got we got through that. Very good. Thanks, Jim. And uh, thanks, everybody else. Do do that. I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a deal, Scott. And I know people like that better for the most part than the bonuses. Because a lot of times there's rollovers in, in, with the bonus. I mean, there's always rollovers. And it's just depending on whether they're friendly at 2 or 3x or, you know, 10x or something ridiculous. So uh, a lot of people like the free bet. And it's a pretty cool deal. So MGM has good bonuses, boosters, and uh, free bets every week. Even offer free meetings every day, J.C. Stone. Um, if you open bet MGM, go with my Chiefs. Yes, David, absolutely. Eastern Illinois, what a fine team. <laughs> the issue that I run into with bet MGM is that I can't apply for the actual promotion because I have gone across the bridge too many times oh. to place bets on the jersey account. So uh, that bonus is not for me, but I do know I did – end up betting uh over a grand on some coach of the year props a couple of months ago and they rewarded me with i believe it was six 150 free bets nice nice so they just were handing out free bets left and right mgm has great vip host that's cool um and that's i was uh uh i worked in the marketing department at the casino for a while they kind of traded me back and forth and uh I got to do a little stuff with the host, and it's a, that's a tough gig. That's it's it's a because uh, you've got to treat everybody like they are the biggest whale in the world. So and and most of them are penny slot players, <laughs> to be honest with mm -hmm. you, because that's that's you spending the money these days, man. It's uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's get man. You guys, you guys are great salespeople for MGM right there. Everybody's just blowing up the comment section with how cool MGM is. So very good. I mean, uh, we, we were giving out their damn uh, run team totals the entire season long. So I got nothing but good things to say about Bet MGM. Uh, yeah. And is it, we're, we're looking forward to seeing how these baseball numbers run because there were some sites yeah. last year that were just crushing it on the team. Well, it was mostly Bet MGM. That's, that's right. <laughs> but... it, was, it was, I was, I was going to be diplomatic, but yeah, it was mostly MGM. Um, and we talked about moving to states to that MGM. So, <laughs> congratulations, buddy. Um, it's going to be—I think it's going to be a good summer for us if they keep if they keep doing what they do. So, uh, we comp slots, nice. Uh, all right, guys. So let's uh, kick it off here. We got some stuff to talk about, as we always do. So let's get her rolling here, as we uh, are want to do here. Of course, quick plug for us. Don't forget to like and subscribe and all that stuff. I didn't. Uh, we were doing some technical stuff here, so I can get everything up. So. Uh, there's our, there's time to grab that cheddar, of course. And, uh, I didn't do a new one for like, and subscribe, or there's no, there's no penalty today, Scott. Do you have a penalty for like, and subscribe or, um, like, and subscribe, or you have to become a Kings fan for a week. Ooh, Ooh, brutal, brutal. I love it. All right. So yeah, do, do punch the like button. Do punch the subscribe. Come on guys. You're letting us down. We're, we're getting like 90 views live and 40 likes. Get, get. Hit the thumb. Hit the fucking thumb. Come on. Get off your lazy asses. Come on. We're we're working hard for you here 45 minutes a day. It's like being a stand-up, Scott. That's, a, that's about what I was working on when I was doing stand-up. About 45 minutes a day. You go in, you do your gig. I'm, I'm imagining stand-ups nowadays who are yelling at the audience to hit the like button. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so true. I'm, that's, that's so fucking true. Uh, all right, buddy. Let's get her rolling. Let's find out. The good news, the bad news, the winners, the whiners, who took it in the shorts, and who wore the long pants. I don't know. I'm just making that up. But uh, at any rate, let's find out who's dialing 911 and calling those cops. Hello? 
All right, very good. Could you could you tell I was stalling as I put this up there? Yeah, All right. a little bit. <laughs> All right, Scott. So starting off in the NHL, an unusual place for us to kick off, but we'll do it. Game that we talked about, the Bruins on the money line, plus 160 against the red-hot Colorado Avalanche. At home, unbeatable. Well, the Bruins tried to do the impossible. They led by two goals going into the third. They led by a goal with less than a minute left. One fucking minute. Avalanche, never count them out, baby. They're like the Chiefs of hockey. They scored with 37 seconds left. Uh, Overtime, not the friend of underdogs, and it certainly wasn't there. The Bruins lost in overtime. We gave out a good piece of advice on that, Scott. We said we liked the Avalanche, but they haven't been covered by a lot. They haven't been covering the puck line. They haven't been winning in regulation. We said to just play them straight up, and we almost were silly, but we ended up uh, having the right side if you had the Bruins on the money line. However, uh, you took a bad one. Call the cops. And looking college basketball, if you had VMI plus a nine and a half against Furman, I don't know who would have that type of play, but if you did, it was a tie game with 452 left in the game. And then Furman went on an 18 to three run to end the game. So your tie game less than five minutes ago, you're exactly where you want to be. Furman went nuts and VMI lost by 15. Who would have that type of play? Brutal, brutal, brutal. That was our, that was our play of the day. You had to slip that one in there, didn't you, fucker? Thanks very much. You're welcome. Oh, they played. We were geniuses for 35 minutes, Scott. Tied 61-61 with 4.52 left. It ends up 79-64, Just absolutely. Hey, there's a bed. Why don't you see if you can take a big shit on it? Okay, will do. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kidets. Appreciate it. Finally, you know, not that I'm salty or anything, Scott. I'm fine. Over Macho Grande? I don't think I'll ever. Never. Never. Over Never Macho be over Grande. Macho Grande. Western Carolina on the money line, getting better than two to one plus two ten, playing the Citadel. <laughs> Somebody talked about the Citadel not showing up for the first half. They led by thirteen points with less than four minutes left. Citadel, Scott, as I understand it, they can shoot some threes on occasion. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Close the game on a twenty to five run. Suck a bag of dicks, Western Carolina. You lose by two. Tear up that money line ticket plus two ten. Nice closing line value. Don't care. Uh, call the cops. You're up two with five seconds to go. Come on. You give up a layup. Close the door. How do you foul the guy on the and one? Close. Give up an and one when you're up two points with five seconds to go? You know what, really? though? In fairness, what do you what do you do, Scott? You don't want him to score. What do you I mean, you gotta play it tight. You can't just let him it's not like standing back and letting him shoot from three when you're when you're up four. Yeah, you either contest it or you foul them and do whatever you can to make it hard enough for a foul that you don't give up the end one knock it down mm-hmm. all right so the good news and i know there are some people out there they had the nice easy victories no problem no sweat because they were sitting in the rocking chair so first one in the nba if you had the mavericks and the trailblazers over 217 and a half you had 127 points in the first half and the game landed 244 jesus mavericks put an absolute beat down on them my god that trailblazers defense got i don't know if you knew this but they're not good not good not good not good hey if you had marquette plus the six points yeah good shape against seton hall they led by 17 points at halftime Uh, They fell off a little bit in the second half, but not nearly enough. They end up winning by 10. If you had the, what are they, the Golden Eagles now? Yep. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Uh, Even if you had the Warriors there, uh, you were sitting in the rocking chair. And looking at the last one, if you had Tulane, minus three and a half against Tulsa, you led by 21 at halftime, and you won by, or you led by 21 at halftime, and you won by 34. Tulsa, Scott, what happened, buddy? Uh, they would have won if they had multiple hurricanes, but they're the golden hurricane. So it's pretty tough to win one on five. It's really impressive when your, your, uh, name of your team is stupid on multiple levels. I really don't understand a, why it's only one hurricane, right? B, how do you put gold in a hurricane? Oh, I, well, okay. Then it's on three levels because you know who never sees hurricanes? Tulsa. Tulsa, Scott. Don't see a lot of hurricanes in Tulsa. You see more twisters. Yeah, you do see a lot more twisters, buddy. 
All right. Uh, somebody wants to know if we like the U.S. soccer game where they play in El Salvador. 13 in row, wins in a row over El Salvador. Got to. Got to. You know what the actual number is on El Salvador to not score a goal in this game? Uh, minus 210. Yeah, minus 270. Ah, damn. Even worse than uh, I thought. Under one and a half goals for El Salvador. Minus 3,000. I, somebody asked about the game yesterday. I like the U.S. winning. You got Pulisic back in the lineup. I see U.S. winning one nothing or two nothing. Ryan Page Clean bringing up sheet, nice win. You know, yeah. Ryan Page bringing up a good point here. Said, "Can't believe I lost money on VMI. Maybe we all need a meeting for being vet for better." I had VMI. the Citadel over, man. I mean, like you're looking at these non-army, non-navy. You know, military schools, they're kicking our asses, man. Hey, hey man, you got any more of those big South plays? Yeah. <laughs> uh, high point, a winner. See? There you go. That's that's under the radar. That's rabbit hole. Yeah, the farm's there. been consistent for the last couple months. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and I'm in the middle of doing it, Scott. I've done the last 19. We're 11 and 8 over the last 19. Okay. I'm I go- know that. I'm going backwards. 15 prior, we were like 14 and 1. Right, so. right. We're. I'm about to get to the stretch. I'm about to. I'm about to bump that number up considerably, so. Okay. Uh, what else going on? John Cena in the house today. Yeah, if you had if you had the Hornets team total, you had it at tip off. No shit. Uh, the Stanford Cardinal. That's another one. Bronco Devil. Absolutely. What? Uh, I don't understand it. And of course, the Stanford Cardinal. Scott, what's their mascot? It's a tree. It's a tree. So just fucking put a, put a bullet in my head. I have no idea. None. Uh, y'all think? I can't it- believe Presbyterian didn't actually have like a blue hose. With like some googly eyes on it or something. Swing, that can't swing, be your mascot. Swinging the hose. Like swinging a hose around. Like that's a hell of a time. <laughs> or uh, on the other side, you could just have the garden implement painted blue, yeah. and mm-hmm. you could you could be the blue hose. Or I'm thinking outside the box here. Uh, four or five chicks really dressed up slutty uh, with that's blue. Spelled a little bit differently with, but with blue that, face that would paint work too. But you know. <laughs> Bronco Devil brings up the Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brian wants to know, Brian Prieto. Hey, speaking of going to meetings, Scott, do you think Incarnate Word can get their revenge plus six and a half against Northwestern State tonight? Uh, Northwestern State laying that many points is not ideal, but Incarnate Word is atrocious on the road. I'd rather just go to a meeting. You? Oh, they have they have uh they have free coffee and donuts at the meeting. So I'm occasionally in. bagels, but usually not. Yeah, well, probably up towards your end. Uh, it's gonna be freezing for the US game. Where is that game, by the way? Where's which game? The soccer game. Uh, it's a good question. Um, truth is, I actually don't recall. Is it in Kansas City? No, I don't think so. I thought you were asking maybe to set me up. No, some, uh, no, somebody I, said I it's going to be cold. I wonder where. Because it, I think any anywhere east of the Mississippi is going to be colder than shit, right? Is it cold there where yeah, you guys are? Yeah, it's in the U.S., so that counts for something. See, uh, I don't know if the cold weather matters. I remember a couple of years ago, they had a matchup against Mexico. I think it was Mexico. In Colorado. Yeah, in the snow. And it was covered in snow. Yeah, I remember that. So I don't know if weather even matters. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Uh, Brad said this should be named the Tulsa Twisters. Hurricanes. Rubbish. Yes, absolutely, Brad. Fucking... Tulsa Twisters just has a good ring. I back. like it. I, that's beautiful. Um, have You know, we could, uh, we, we could name it stuff that you'll never see. In your city, I'm a sucker for alliteration when it comes to mascot names. Uh, had had San Diego State one uh, one thirty last second bucket. Uh, under. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. Oh god. Yeah. That that whole game. Uh, farm is a must play for me daily. Oh god. No pressure, Scott. No pressure, buddy. In um, Ohio, by the way. What's that? And going to be in Columbus. Oh yeah, that's going to be chilly. Oh, although you th- you know if you're seg- if you're scheduling a soccer match in Ohio in January, what the fuck do you expect? Hey, it's cold. Really? Ah, I'm assuming who, you're. I'm who would have seen that coming? Play, yeah, uh, you hear Columbus, you assume it's going to be in the Columbus Crew and that home venue. It mm-hmm. is, so it should be fine. There you go. Um, why? It's not heated. It's outside. Uh, it's right by the. It fa- looks like there's a roof. There's no fucking roof. There's right by the fairground. I've I've seen the stadium. Never been there, but yeah, fucking never mind. From the outside, it looks like there's a roof, but there's yeah. no roof. Brad Crawford wants to know what a buckeye is. Brad, this is one of those things that I actually have knowledge of. It's a little tiny. Uh, it's like a it looks like a chestnut kind of. And uh, yeah, you fucking my mom Who got named, yeah, so my mom got me one as a souvenir one time on a keychain. Yes, it's a talking. It's a nut. Yeah, uh, the Ohio State cashews. That's a hell of a name. <laughs> Naming it after a nut. <laughs> Uh, James Mount says like slutty chicks. Um, yes, 
Yes, there's a lot to be said for the ones you don't take home to mom. Scottsdale Community College is the artichokes. Beautiful. Uh, I know there used to be the, the slugs. Uh, I'll go to a meeting instead of via Myers Citadel from now on. <laughs> oh, incarnate word, let's go. Uh, one thing you never get from a blue hoe is blue balls. <laughs> we have gone off the rails here, buddy. Hey, Scott. Um. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. It's also a super delicious peanut butter and chocolate dessert. Buckeyes. Really? I didn't I didn't know they were edible. I honestly didn't. Buckeyes. Well, Michigan ate them alive in the football. Buckeyes roasting on an open fire. Yeah, okay. I could I could get behind that. Scott, been a little change in the NFL. Want to uh, recap on uh, what has been a busy morning early afternoon up to this point? What's uh Well, luckily we do have an insider for one of these teams. Shout out to Bronco Devil. I want your thoughts on some of the coaching news that's happened today because, of course, the Colts defensive coordinator is now headed to Chicago. And you have Caldwell, right? the Green Bay offensive coordinator heading to Denver. And I believe our guest that we had on the air about a week and a half ago, I believe had the correct call of Green Bay's offensive coordinator going to Denver. Is that right? Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. Yep. We talked about that for sure. We um, had an insider giving you plus 400 information. What more do you want? Here it is. Here, just yeah, take It's free money, guys. There you go. I heard some news today. What, what so do what you- did you think of the hires? The Green Bay one, I'm not surprised with, because if you're going to try to give off the illusion of attracting Aaron Rodgers, yeah. you got to try to entice him somehow. So I, I'm not surprised that that move happened. Is it a good hire? I don't mind Denver trying an offensive approach. I'm okay with that. You tried the defensive coach with Fangio. It was a disaster. So I'm fine with you trying to get the offense going. As for the Bears hire, I don't get it. I I don't don't understand what the Bears are doing because you have had numerous offensive coaches that you've tried. You failed miserably. Now you're trying to go defense, which you've tried also. That has not worked out either. But – the Colts defensive coordinator. Do you know anything about the guy? Like, it, I wasn't even aware he was even in the run for job. Is it Caldwell still? Who? Who's the Colts defensive coordinator? No, they they hired uh, Caldwell. Hasn't had a job in years. Oh, right. um, I'm old, dude. No, it's uh, they hired Eberflus. <laughs> that's what Roland says. Did they hire Jim Caldwell? Oh, that's right. It's it's Matt Eber, Eberflus. They hired Eberflus. Now I didn't even know Eberflus was in the running for jobs. So I didn't really know much about him. The Colts defense looked looked really great against Jacksonville in the final game of the season. Like, I I don't know. Maybe he had a hell of an interview. Of course, I I wasn't in the room. I don't know, you know, how good the guy is uh, potentially winning people over. We saw that with Campbell. Nobody knew who the hell he was. And then he turned out to be a psycho in a fun way. And he got the job. But I feel like the Bears butchered it. You? Yeah. It seemed rushed. Like, you don't want to be the first team to hire a coach in the offseason, do you? No, it does. It does seem like you kind of you kind of break the seal there. Um, I, personally, I would have, although you can interview him now before the season's over, so that's helpful. Or they used I guess to have they the, weren't interested in the enemy. Uh, Dable, I know, is available because Buffalo, of course, lost. It just seemed a bit rushed, didn't it? Yeah. Because you might want to wait for all of the teams or most of the great teams to lose before you can poach some coordinators as a as a head coach. I wish somebody. It seemed a little bit rushed. I wish somebody's poach fucking Steve Spagnola from the Chiefs. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh-huh. But what do you think? I feel like the Bears. I wasn't exactly thrilled with the hire. If I was grading Denver's hire, I'd give it a B plus. You know, you're going for Rodgers. You got a young guy in there who might be able to wake up the offense. I'm okay with that hire. The Chicago one, I think, is a serious question mark. Carrot says free money USA minus one and a half. I don't disagree with that, Scott. I know you probably don't either, right? I see a clean sheet win. So if you want to bet US clean sheet win or you want to go something like that, I don't mind it. Uh, Yeah, I don't think El Salvador is going to score. Uh, J.C. Stone wants to know if we're doing a party broadcast this weekend on one of the NFL games. Yes, we are. We're going to do it on the NFC Championship game starting at uh, probably 6.30-ish Eastern time. I'll have to, yep. I'll have to look, but I assume it's going to be the same as last week in the Super Bowl. Uh, probably have a few guests on. We're gonna, I think we're going to have Jim on from uh, 
just parlays and he'll be stopping by. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Uh Ben retired bad for the Broncos. I bet Wilson goes there. Russ but I gave, I gave my thoughts, by the way. Do you do you have anything you want to add on the coaches? No, I'm I'm uh it, i think they're they're curious moves so far. The Denver one I like a lot more than the Bears one. I, I don't know what the Bears are doing. Maybe they're gonna look for, to hit a home run as far as OC goes. We'll see. Um and, and put put a different system in. Um, I honestly don't know. I, I'll reserve judgment until I see what they're doing. Uh, Bears defense definitely needed help this year. I mean, it was certainly the strong part of that team, but the defense mm-hmm. needed help as well. Um, why is public hating on Mahomes' wife spraying champagne after that win? What's the deal? Um, well, my theory is it's it's like he, you, you're going to hate the superstar. And if their wife is any kind of public persona or she's out there at all, they're going to get that hate as well. Because, you know, we talked about this the other day. You see Mahomes literally on, you know, one out of three commercials that are on during a sporting event. Um, he's confident. That's not Mahomes. That's a typical sneakerhead. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think she gets a lot of that. And she's, and she, you know, she's out there. She doesn't, she doesn't just blend into the background. She'll go out there and she'll, you know, she'll get in people's face and stuff and, no, I I don't know, man. It's you know the snap response I would have would be jealousy. Scott, you're an objective observer. Why would you say the is the home the uh, the all the hate for Brittany? Now Jackson, I get if you follow him on TikTok, he's a jag off. Uh, he's twenty. He's twenty one. He's a kid. You know, fuck. You know, we were all jag offs at twenty one. So God forbid. I didn't care about him until he danced basically at the Sean Taylor ceremony. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, all right, like I, I actually just don't like this guy. Okay. Well, the ceremony they put together in five days to cover their fucking horrific email. Yeah, that, was a, that was a clear PR distraction too. Great. But, you know, Jackson could have at least. He's used to being him. inside. The, he's used to being inside the stanchions, buddy. Sorry. You know, he's he, that you had the small restaurant. Yeah. That was issue that happened. Like I'm not a Jackson Mahomes guy. I think he's a dick, but uh, when it comes to the actual fiance, I think most of it is because of the fact that Mahomes, despite being the best quarterback in the league and potentially the most talented quarterback of all time, I don't think he really has any drama around him ever. Like I don't think I don't think he's messed up one time in terms of PR. No, no, you can tell. The point is, if you you want to get a hater on him because you want to hate the popular guy who seems to have everything he wants, and you can't then you're going to criticize everything that the people around him do. So I think that people find it a way to kind of minimalize Patrick's character by criticizing all those around him. Yeah, I think Is that fair? that's definitely true. And Brad says Mahomes' wife and brother leaves themselves open, obnoxious and annoying. I'd agree with half of that. I don't know that she's that obnoxious. I mean, she is. She she gets excited when he wins. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Yes, yeah, sp- I'm okay with that too. You know, spraying champagne from the luxury box down on the surfs. <laughs> maybe it's a little not, bit. Much. Maybe not a great look, but you know what? I get it. Uh, Giselle got some uh, hate for clapping back at rude fans after the Super Bowl a few years back. Yep, I thought it was hilarious, and she burned that fool. Yep, that's See, people don't like Brady because you know he's got the supermodel wife, and it seems like he has the dream life and whatever. Giselle's actually just a good sports wife. Yeah. She's not afraid to say stuff. I know Aisha Curry claimed that the title was rigged with Steph Curry, but she also claps back every now and then. It's fine if you want to defend your man or defend your man's team, but I do think that that's why I'm okay with it. The issue that I have mostly is with Jackson because I think that he's just an asshole. Yeah, he is. He's 21. What are you going to do? Uh, you know, God forbid I was 21 and my dad was like famous and rich, and then my brother became even more famous and rich. I can't even imagine. I was an asshole at 21. I can't even imagine. I can't even fucking imagine the obnoxious piece of shit I would have been at 21 if that were the case. But am I am I mad at the fiance for celebrating that her future husband won arguably the greatest playoff game in the history of the sport? No, that was a hell of a game. Ryan Page puts an excellent question out there. And then I want to talk to you real quick before we talk about games, about the Steph Curry situation. But um, do you think you think Brady's done? No, okay. I think he comes back for another year. I agree. I think that. it's one more go around. Gronk, I think, is the more likely one to retire out of the two of them, because Gronk basically said straight up, "If you ask me right now, I'd retire." He's... So I'm sure Brady can convince him to go around one more time because Gronk actually looked good at the end of the year. 
But I'm just imagining Gronk and how much pain he's gone through with all the leg issues, even some rib issues this year. He had to be persuaded out of retirement after a year off because he was already hurt. And then he got even more hurt this year. Gronk, I'm really just impressed he managed to make it through the year. Yeah. You? Yeah, he... uh... I think they ride off into the sunset together. I I don't think. I think they will too. So I'm going to go one more year and call it a day. You think? I don't think there's going to be premature evacuation there. For, I think for the Grom. question that you have for Tampa, if they had Godwin and if the players didn't get injured during the course of the season, would they have been able to potentially make the Super Bowl? I think in Brady's mind, the answer is yes. Godwin's his. So bo- I think they'll run Godwin's, it back one more time. Godwin's his boy. Him and Godwin and Gronk. Are the guys that are the guys that that Brady looks for? So I think one more uh, and Evans, of course, but he was there. So for me, they don't have this. They don't have run this, it back one more time. They don't have the same kind of symbiotic relationship that Godwin and Brady have. Evans is yeah. fine. I don't what know. Do you that, mean off? You mean off the field? I mean on the field. I don't know that. Oh, you mean Bra- on the field? Okay. I think Brady trusts Godwin a hundred percent more than he trusts Mike Evans at the end of the day. Okay. Well, so. the point is, since he was out, I think Brady will be persuaded to give it one more ride. Joan, I got to talk about the Gronk and the USAA commercial. Has there ever been an entire uh, commercial uh, ad campaign designed around trying to commit insurance fraud? I don't, I don't understand. What, what, what the fuck? I also don't know how many people that see that commercial it's actually being advertised to. Because I don't know about you, I can't apply for that insurance so why do i see 45 commercials every football Sunday? well because there's a there's a ton of people that have served and there's a ton of people that have family that have served and you're eligible. but wouldn't most people know about it already i i don't know man i just i just i just report the news how many specific insurance companies do you have for veterans and veteran families probably not as many as you think roland bring it up people probably know what usaa is if you're in the military community before the commercial, I don't know. I've I've got I've got some relatives that that, that serve, so I have to ask them. Uh, you can ask them. I'm sure they know about it. Uh, Roland G said, "When when Brown had his issue to hurt the team, I don't disagree with that. I think that's I think that's you can certainly make that argument that that's a distraction. And and you know, you know, Brady's a pro, and he'll keep it to a minimum. But it had to hurt the rest of that locker room. I would agree. Um, hey, okay. So, what do you think of the the rumor about Steph Curry and his wife? About the open marriage? Uh huh. You think that's a reason? Think true. You, you think it's a reason for the slump? No. Are you are you making the Rocky women weaken legs argument? The what? The Rocky. Oh no 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 no! I'm I'm making the argument that she hooked up with somebody, and it mm, caused a riff in the in the marriage. Okay, so I thought you meant that he was just having sex all the time; that it was no. affecting his play. So no. that was the impre- that was that's how I took that. No, that question. she's that she's hooked Both up. Both could with, be true. Yes, correct. But she's hooked up with one or more of uh, his fellow NBA players, not teammates, but just somebody in the NF- in the NBA that he didn't care for. Truth is, I don't know because Curry was playing so well to start the year. He set the <laughs> record. He set the whatever. I wouldn't say that that's a main reason why, because nobody knows. That's all pure speculation. Truth mm-hmm. is, I haven't really thought about it okay. that much. I know I brought up Aisha before yep. because she has, you know, made her comments and no one on Twitter, etc. It's possible. I don't know. Okay. Uh, as long as Curry gets it together for the title run, I don't really care. Fair enough. Uh, this is the view. <laughs> I know, I know. We do go down. I right. came out of left field. I I was caught off guard there, but all right. Uh, Scott, not much happening in the NBA tonight. We got it. We got just a, a couple of uh, of games involving West Coast teams. Philadelphia laying four to the uh, Lakers. I know you don't generally trust this Sixers team. How do you feel about them tonight? I really don't know what to think about this game because we're gonna, we're gonna get LeBron. Back? I don't trust. I don't trust either team. Uh, LeBron's questionable, which is why the line has gone from two and a half to four. Is LeBron really going to sit out a TV game? I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. That doesn't seem on brand for LeBron. I think upgraded the questionable has to be a good sign there. Uh, I think it was downgraded to questionable because I didn't see injury news the entire day. Oh, well then, okay. Then if it's going the other way, then... I guess I blindly have to look at Philly now because LeBron might not play, but like I 
I don't know if I've really seen LeBron sit out many actual TV games in his career. He's he's sat out a decent amount with Miami and whatever, but for TNT games with only two games on the entire card, yep. I just penciled LeBron in for playing. But I can't bet him if I don't know for a fact. Can well, you? and you well, and you've got a bunch of role players that are questionable out. You got Seth Curry's out, Tobias Harris. Oh, he's upgraded to probable. Danny Green's questionable. Or oh, no, they're both probable. Never mind. So if I don't know if LeBron's going to play, yeah, I'm assuming he's going to just because of the TV angle. But if me, he's not, give me Philly with an, with a knee issue. There's a zero percent chance I'm betting the Lakers. Yeah, I'll take I'll I'll take the Phillies since. I'll take the I'll take the uh, the seventy sixers. Um, you missed Nada. All right, my God, everybody's a, everybody's a fucking critic. You know that's the that's the danger of the show. You guys know we're going we go down rabbit holes. So, all right, Golden State's the other one, Scott. The aforementioned Golden State playing Minnesota, laying a deceptively short number there in six. Bud, uh, you falling into that trap? For me, I feel like this is a line where most people would just blindly take Minnesota based on recent form, because Golden State has not played well for the last couple of weeks. No. But... Minnesota blasted them a couple weeks ago. Uh, they did, but Curry didn't play. So I'm tossing that game in the garbage. Uh, but looking at the last matchup that Golden State played, they were not playing well. They lost to Indiana, who was missing four starters, which in my opinion is the worst loss of any team for the entire season. Because that was just an inexcusable loss. Yeah. They dropped 130 on a Dallas team that was putting the clamps down on everybody. So I am wondering if Golden State that lost to Indiana was the wake-up call they needed, telling them, we got to get it together. And and Curry and, didn't even play particularly well in that game. No, he hasn't played well in like yeah. three weeks. But I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't like he found his stroke and put up 45, and that's what gave him 130. That was a team effort. No, he had 39 in the game against Indiana. They lost, and besides that game, he's been pretty much awful for the last couple of weeks. But I'm going to go Golden State because I think Minnesota's a solid team, but the spread has gone up from around 5.5 to 6.5. Yeah. And I do think that after that good of a performance against Dallas, and this team is still really good at home, that Golden State – might just be a little bit too much. Minnesota's not a great road team. Now they haven't covered. So their, I'm going to take have, the Warriors winning by ten. Yeah, they haven't covered their last five, and the only two they covered before that were Oklahoma City and Houston. So uh, I've got I got to play Golden State. That that move feels pretty sharp to me. Uh, there's yeah, no, I feel the same. No Greymon, no Greymon or Egwadala. I agree, but yeah, I think the Warriors still do. Brad Crawford, how much easier was handy kept 25 or 30 years ago when players rarely missed games in the NBA? Uh, fuck, I wasn't born yet. So fuck Brad, I'll, I'll, I'll go one better than that. I'll say five years ago this the uh, before the uh, rest period really started. Uh, I think that started about five, six, seven years ago when guys started just sitting out for, for rest. That well, was, San, that was San Antonio was doing it before it was popular. Yes. But the issue yes. with San Antonio was a boring team, so nobody cared. And everyone was like, all right, they're going to do what they want to do. But San Antonio with Popovich, I think, was the first team I could remember. That's probably 10 years ago. Yeah, that's about right. That just started yeah. openly benching Duncan, mm -hmm. Parker, Ginobili, mm -hmm. just randomly in the middle of the week. Yeah, I think it really started taking good, taking care of Duncan and Ginobili as those guys got, got older. Uh, Bronco yeah. Devil says, I've been betting live totals. I do better than betting early. There's a, You can absolutely make that case because you're getting to see who looks good, who looks bad, what the defense is doing. Um, my son and I toyed with a, 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 a strategy last year where we were live betting college basketball and we'd try to hit the peak and then go the, and then go the other way. And we had a lot of success with it early. And just when we started thinking we had something, we got crushed. So I still don't know if there's, I still think there's something there, but I've got to figure out some sort of algorithm to, to, fig to figure out when the peak is because, uh, they tend to be the, 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 the market tends to, to overreact live. So if you can catch that wave and catch the peak, you can get a good number. Uh, the issue that I ran into when it came to live betting was when I would have a play that I really liked going in. For example, a Citadel play, which yeah. didn't work out yesterday. But you have 51 points at the half. And I know both teams are capable of putting up 85 plus in any given half. Do you have any issues ever doubling down on like a live line for a play because no. I have a hard time doing it on principle no but I feel like it just makes all the sense in the world pound it because if you like the game at 153 yep and the live line's 140 
then you're probably going to bet it anyway, and you're going to win the majority of the time. Is that fair? Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bronco says, I try to extrapolate the points. Dude, I am constantly doing math. I can mm-hmm. I can tell you every derivative of 3-4 with 17 minutes gone. Yeah, I'm always... That's one thing that you'll notice about really good gamblers or just really common gamblers or you know people just bet a lot. People might be awful at math until you have to start calculating the pace. Yeah. Once you're asked how many points you need per minute yeah. and how many whatever, yep. on a long-term gambler can give you every piece of information you need just based on experience. In my at least from what I've noticed. Brad Crawford says that Jordan would never set out, play two rounds of golf, drink a case of beer, still go out and hit 40. Players today are soft. Dude, you know, I don't even you don't even need to encourage me to go on an old man rant about the soft players today. Um it's it's almost like my theory is they've stretched the human body so close to its limits that you're just right on that edge of injury or peak performance all the time and i don't mm-hmm. I, I don't think anybody's softer you know i will rant and talk about that in reality i don't think so scott somebody asking about this marshall middle tennessee game and you and i talked about this it was it was we one, disagreed a little bit but it, I, i'm just looking at the line movement it, and of course it, it, i automatically go to where i think sharp money's coming from and i think you could absolutely make the case that that is sharp money coming in on marshall it's taking that line from one to two and a half on the surface I don't see it. Middle Tennessee State, as I'm sure you guys, most of you are aware, 12-3-1, probably, uh, I think they are the best team against the number in the country. If not, they're tied for it. Uh, going up against Marshall, 3-14 and 14 against the spread. Marshall uh, lost nine straight, haven't covered in nine straight, lost all their conference games. Uh, it makes but- no sense. They've lost nine straight, and money's pouring in on Marshall. So, yes, yeah, screw it. I'm going Marshall because... It's one of those spots where, as you know, I tend to side with what I think is sharp money because long-term, that's the side I want to be on. Yep. It seems like Middle Tennessee is turning into a bit of a trap game mm-hmm. or a sucker play, so to speak. I'm going to back the line movement. I'm going the other way, Scott. I'm going to I'm going to trust my eyes on this one. I, I had this I had this game circled, and I can't I can't go away from it. I don't like the line movement. Going to be honest with you. But I am going to just ride or die with Middle Tennessee. Uh, do these sides uh, on these sites they give cash outs? Do you know if that amount is the best a person can do if they were live betting or they ripping people off? I'm not good at math. Uh, cash outs are really hard to figure because you've got to figure probability and then you've got to figure yeah. win percentage. I, I think would... it's safe to say it's a little bit of a rip off. Yes, it's not insanely bad. Correct. But the main reason why cash outs are a decent option is because if you have $50 on a seven pick parlay to win $150,000 and you're in the final pick and you cannot afford to take out $75,000 to hedge on your final play, Mm -hmm. then you don't have to worry about going through any bank account stuff. Right. And you can just hit the cash out option. It's easy. Yep. So the way that I would describe it, it's a little bit of a ripoff. But if you are in line for a serious all-over Twitter parlay, like that big, then they make sense to take about maybe 5% off the top solely for convenience so you don't have to take money out of your 401k. I think you're, I think you're, paying, I think you're paying about 20% juice. I think, I think you're, pay, you're paying about I said 5 it could be 10 but that's the idea. It's a convenience fee. Yeah, you're, 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 you're paying more than that, but... The times I've figured it out, it's around eighteen to twenty percent is what you're. Is what but would you're you doing. agree though that a large portion of it is a convenience fee, so that way you don't have to deposit more into the account just to hedge the other side? No, it's a fucking profit for the house. Period. No, it is a profit for the house. But I'm saying, no. if they wanted to give a counter argument, I do think that's one you could make. Oh sure, no, no. There's all kinds of reasons you should consider taking it. I'm just saying yeah. for the house, they're not like they're not really. They're going well. We would need twenty percent juice on this. Okay, cool. But um, for the general play. Paying a bit of a price off the top, but once again, you can just take your money immediately instead of having to worry about depositing money and shifting around bank account information. Right. Yeah. Mega says uh, it's basically insurance, so you're paying a premium. Of course. Yep. That's exactly right. You're you're paying. Yeah. Roland, they're not taking money directly from you by cashing out, but what they are doing is giving you, let's just say, a they're lowballing you a little bit yeah. on the negotiations. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, it's like taking your car, like you're taking your car in, and they offer you like a thousand dollars less for the trade in at the dealer. 
than you could by selling it outright. Do you want to fuck with selling it outright? Do you want to list it? Do you want to wait? All that stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Scott, first game on the board, early game, 5 p.m. Laying five and a half at Nebraska up there in the shadow of the penis on the prairie in Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> this Nebraska team, they are so not good. You're counting on your alma mater with seven and a half, buddy. You said seven and a half or five and a half? Seven and a half. I know Wool's probably going to be out. You've seen, you seen it at five and a half somewhere? No, I thought you said five and a oh, half. Oh, no. So maybe I just misheard you. But. I do think that Nebraska's a team, even at home, I just can't get behind on principle. This team sucks. I, I right. don't know anything good about this team. Yep. Then you know what? You know I haven't been able to say anything good about this team in probably a decade. Can I say Nebraska something good? Basketball is not good. Can I say something good about them? They've sure. covered. They've covered every Big Ten game at home. Okay. They haven't won one. They haven't won one yet. Uh, That's at, a step. At least recently. Let me look and see because I know they started early, but. Uh, they've they've covered they've covered the number against some good teams. They've they've covered the uh, number against Illinois. Uh, they covered Ohio State, Illinois, yeah. um, and Indiana. So, for me, I, I was kind of going to set up the audience for an okie doke, but you stole my thunder there. Sorry, bud. I, I'm taking I'm taking the points. Yeah, me too. Because Wisconsin's a team that is right now. I think they're overachieving. I think they're good. I didn't think they'd be top 10 in the country good. Davis is great. The rest of the team is hit or miss. Davison shoots a lot for a guy who probably shouldn't shoot as much as he does. Mm-hmm. Wall, I think, is very valuable. So I think him being out hurts. I can't get past the rebounding numbers because they lost to Michigan State last game. They got out-rebounded 39-20. to 20. That's not ideal. So if you're not generating many second-chance points and you're on the road, we saw Wisconsin barely beat Maryland right. on the road. They didn't look great against – I forgot how much they beat Northwestern by. But didn't they struggle a little bit in that game? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think, they, I don't think they covered, did they? Oh, they, so did, they, did, no, they did cover. They, they won by six. They covered in the end, but I'm yeah. saying it was a battle. Oh, yeah. It was never – they never – it wasn't like Northwestern came roaring back to close it. They were they – were, that yeah. was a close game all the way through. In general rule of thumb, Big Ten teams at home have been very profitable – as either favorites or dogs. I cashed with Michigan State on the road the other day solely because I thought Coburn was not going to play. So that was solely an injury-based play. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Illinois won the game anyway, missing their best two players. I'll take the Big Ten team at home. Somebody wants to know if we get a hard time uh, if you win too much. Yes. Yes, you do. You, you, you do. You're, you're severely limited on what you can play. I've been limited... In certain sports, in certain books, and I've had to move on. That's why I highly recommend yeah, your FCS football kind of caught up to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. Damn shame. <laughs> Damn shame. But uh, their books, they, they've got they've got programs, they've got people in, in loss mitigation to stop all that stuff. It's the the books don't give you a fair shake, and it's one of the reasons. If you if you've been with me a while, you know this is a personal mission for me to uh, help as many as pos- people as possible fucking make money. It's it's just because the, the the books and casinos and bookies and um, you know what and I know and I know we have deals with some of them and they seem to be doing it better than most the right way, but I guarantee you if you beat any book in the world too much, you're gonna you're gonna get limited. So you have to be careful. You have to spread your action around, and uh, you might even have to put up a dummy bet. Scott, you ever put up put up dummy bets just to make it look good? That I have done. Yep. Not with actual sports books but with the local guy around the corner yep there was a while where i was generating free money i'm not going to go into details but let's just say there was a flaw on the actual site that allowed me to guarantee wins pretty much every time right so to throw off the scent i would throw in a couple of dummy parlays if one hit then you're making an extra couple thousand right but worst case scenario, you're punting a decent amount. You're mostly just either flooding the actual bet feed history or you're just trying to lose some money to make it obvious. I had punt weeks. That's how much money I was making doing this. There you go. So, yeah, I've done it before. Somebody wanted to know about Murray State tonight, and then we got we to rock and roll. Somebody's been just fucking jabbering, Scott. I don't know what's wrong with you these days. Uh, I want to know about Murray State in the first half. 
Uh, I'm okay with that. The only issue I have is they just played this team, but Murray State, if they want to, can name the score. Yep. Yeah, it's all. I think we'd agree they're the best team in the conference, right? Like it's not even close. No, it's not even close. The it's the Racers. So I think they might actually win a tournament game. They're good. Yeah, that's a good team. All right, buddy, let's get to it. Let's uh, find out. It's Thursday. It's almost time for the weekend. So uh, you guys, I know you got them sitting there. Go ahead and put them on. Put your overalls on. Grab that straw hat. Put it on top of your head. Put it at a little rakish angle. Uh, perfect. There you go. If you got a corn cob pipe, that's a bonus. But uh, yeah, let's climb aboard our John Deere. Fire that bad boy up, Scott. It's time once again for America's favorite segment. It's Bet the Farm. Scott, I know we had a Bet the Farm play yesterday. How'd that end up going? So we ended up having High Point winning the game against Radford, and Radford lost again on the road. Who would have thought? Cue to Banjos! Yeehaw. Yeehaw! All right, very good, Scott. Well, what do we got cooked up for today? Is it going to be a big game, or is it going to be a head-to-a-meeting game? It's going to be somewhere in the middle. Okay. It's not as, I'd say, unknown as High Point. Right. But we're looking at a matchup in the Sun Belt Ooh. between Georgia State and Louisiana, and we like the Rajon Cajons minus two at home. Georgia State. Awful on the road. 1-5 straight up, 0-6 ATS. Louisiana, good at home. 6-2 straight up, 4-2 ATS. Georgia State has been an absolute mess lately, especially in conference play. Uh, you're looking at the Panthers, and they are 1-10 against the spread in their last 11 games. And to go through some efficiency numbers, Louisiana ranks 137th in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm while Georgia State ranks 204th. At the end of the day, it's kind of similar to the Radford play. We're going to fade a really bad road team against a team that's pretty good at home, laying a small number. So give us Louisiana. Take the raison Cajuns. They're going to come in tonight, I guarantee. I don't guarantee it. I just wanted to say that. So, All right, guys, that's going to do it. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today on The View, <laughs> on The Sports View. We've had some fun. And we're going to have some more fun this weekend. Don't forget to check out our live NFC uh, Championship broadcast there, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on a Sunday night, as your boys will be doing it live in person, sort of. I don't know, over the radio, whatever, over the computer, not in person, but you know the drill. Check us out, uh, you know, every day. Don't forget to listen to Chris King, Jim Williams, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time as they do just parlays. And check out again, Scott and Scott, as we do our best every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, to help you in your journey as we all attempt to head back to the window. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.